This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup. You're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Paul on from Zialmo, and we're going to be talking about the current state of competitive perks. It's a very important discussion because there's in America, there's 10 million open jobs, or at least 10 million plus open jobs, and uh, you got to attract that talent. And perks are one of those things that you can use as a lever to bring that talent in. So, Paul, do uh, us, the audience, uh, and myself a favor and introduce both yourself and Zialmo. Yeah, hi, William. Um, Great to be with you today. Um, So my name is Paul O'Reilly Highland, and I founded uh, Zialmo a few years ago, really with the idea of bringing um, fitness and healthy living into the workplace into today's workplace, because today's workplace is very different to what it was 20, 30 years ago. Um, So as you could probably tell by my accent, um, I'm not from the States, I'm originally from Ireland. Um, But when I first came to the States, I was offered by my company, um, you know, a membership to the local gym. And Mm -hmm. it seemed fine. Um, Didn't always go there. Um, Paper, locked me in for a year. Uh, Flash forward, you know, 20 odd years later, and a lot of people were offering the same. Um, and so my sort of view was that that, that didn't really work. It certainly didn't work for me because I, I, did, I did a lot of travel. Um, like to sometimes work out from home or near home um, on the road. So I went about actually changing the way and making it much more flexi- flexible and easier really for a company itself to be able to offer um, the, the benefit of fitness to their employees. So what is what? So that's really how it started, and it started very much as a passion, and has grown into a business uh, today, um, which is uh, the exciting part of it. Because we've seen over COVID, things have changed tremendously from people now working from home, but people demanding all sorts of different things. This industry, the fitness industry, has exploded in terms of choice. We make that easy for a company to offer their employees that choice. So I, I love that. Now, now, and again, you're, there's a, a number of different things I want to I want to unpack. One is is within an employee population. So one of your clients, let's say, um, how do you know who needs what? That's a great question. I mean, sort of, it's you know, the idea that you can give Peloton to all your employees is <laughs> is, is kind of crazy. It's just right. crazy. Right. Um, back to the same analogy of just giving them a local gym or even several. So we've come across companies who had just contracts with everything in sight. Now you could imagine if you're a company with a thousand, even 5,000 employees, the HR uh, office is, is just inundated with this, this, this um, spaghetti junction. Uh, it's so hard to do. So what we do is we basically bring together all the top, fitness uh, and wellness um, activities in both physical and digital format. What that means on on digital, it is basically at home, um, uh, video on demand, 
um, workouts, thousands of them from over 75 top brands. And on the physical side, we bring, again, gyms and studios across the country all into the same ecosystem. So that if you even have only got 50 employees, not all 50 employees, never mind even 20 employees, will want the same thing. So it is all about choice. The analogy, go into an airport 20 years ago, you got airport food. Today, loads of different choice. No, no, very similar to, to what we're doing within the wellness and fitness industry is we're trying to make it easier for a company to offer all of that choice, but also bring it into a, a situation where that company can have the data, can know, and can hopefully engage those employees and help them to be, live a healthier, active life. And, and, and so I love that because, again, it's, it's highly personalized, which means that you have a, a chance of people using it. A, you know, a, a perk's not a perk unless there's consumption, right? Exactly. Uh, which is your, your gym membership from 20 years ago is, it's, is a great example of that. Like, you might have used that, but once you got busy or whatever uh, with life or whatever, traveling, you, then you didn't use it, so it wasn't a perk. Um, what if, what's, what are people asking, especially as it relates to fitness and well-being? what are they asking for these days? Like, what are you, what are you seeing from just the market in general and even some specific examples of things that, that program either programmatically things that are important to them, uh, or, or just, you know, requests that are being made of companies? Um, you know, I think the real thing is really choice. Um, and inclusion. Um, so, you know, if you go back to the 20 years ago, it was you, you gave it to the head office, to management. Um, today, you know, you've got, it should be to really from the minimum wage all the way up to the CEO. Everybody should be able to, to have it. So the problem there is, it is so many things people want, but they want it to be easy. Most of all, it's got to be easy. And, you know, we all pack in a busy lifestyle. So if I, you know, people can do a, um, a 20-minute stretch class in the morning um, at home. Uh, I go to the gym later on. Um, you know, make it very flexible and easy. Um, COVID's really sort of obviously brought out the, the demand for, um, for digital. You know, and we, we've all seen the, the, the situation with Peloton. Um, it's, it's, it's gone through the roof in terms of share price and traction. But there are so many behind that of different types of brands and different types of workouts. Um, and, the, and they keep evolving almost by the week. So it, it, it's a tough question to answer, to be honest with you, because everybody wants something slightly different. So to your point, personalizing, making it easier for people to actually find something they want. And, and the other thing I suppose I'd say is a lot of people actually got out of the habit of exercise over the over COVID um, and may not want to rush back into a gym. So. You know, there's there's so much um, flexibility and choice is, is really the key. So on the well-being side, uh, one of the, you know, silver linings of COVID, if you will, is that we're talking about mental health more frequently from a corporate perspective than we ever have. Uh, very taboo pre-COVID, not as taboo now. Um, so what are you seeing, you know, in terms of a perk that works, you know, for, for an employee population, what are you, what are you seeing kind of on that spectrum, the wellness, well-being, et cetera? Well, it's, it's, I mean, you've, you've hit it absolutely. I mean, well, you know, the mental wellness is becoming much more 
important. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it could start, some people will say, well, that actually, you know, you can, you can offer them um, mindfulness, which is everything mm -hmm. from yoga um, to meditation. So very, very popular. Um, and so that's it. That's it. To even get into to sessions with therapists, um, all of those are coming into it. So the demand really for, um, um, for uh, mental uh, uh, solutions have become really important. I mean, at least 40% of employees now say they're struggling with burnout through, through the, through the um, pandemic. And that's a pretty serious thing. Already, mental health was actually a, a challenge as it were. So I think COVID is, in, in, in many ways, it's, it's obviously, it's, it's, it's been really tough. But in, in terms of actually raising awareness, it's actually been quite good in a sense, because we now talk about this. We may not have talked about it so easily pre-COVID. Right. Right. And in, and, and some of the, the treatments were kind of EAP based. It was like, okay, you want to see a therapist, you know, there's taboo just for bringing it up. Then you've got to go through this process. Then will everyone in the company know about what's going on? And so there's, there's all these fears and anxieties around, you know, something that, you know, is, it was personal. Um, I want to get your take when you, when you mentioned burnout, it really kind of flagged a couple things because, you know, phys, physical, you know, the, the fitness side of, of perks is dealing kind of with the physical, the, the well-being or, or mindfulness, et cetera. You're dealing with the more of the mental, the upside for employers, I'm assuming is retention of talent and the attraction of talent. Have you, have you, have you, is there other things that are not on the two? Like, is there other things of perks that you've seen that people are using that kind of help that we should, that we should explore? Well, you know, obviously giving them, you know, the choice and access to mm. both physical and mental, um, you know, mindfulness is really important. But it's, it's another thing actually to, to engage them. How do you actually get people engaged? Oh, that's um, interesting. So, so what we do is we have um, a, a pretty uh, comprehensive uh, rewards and challenges. So we're basically giving employees the ability to um, get um, rewarded for their activities. That's whether they actually do an online um, mindfulness class, whether they actually do go to the gym, um, or whether they actually just go for a run in the park. They get rewards. Um, and they get entered into challenges. So we announce those winners of those challenges. And those are meaningful. I mean, these are things like holidays in Mexico, um, uh, merchandise, um, uh, discounts into all sorts of uh, um, uh, merchandise and, and, and vacations. So they all add up. And a lot of life is, is really the journey. And you kind of you set yourself on a goal, but actually you've got to make it fun. So if you can think of actually, God, I've actually, I look at it and say, God, I've actually, met, I've been rewarded for doing this. That actually, I think, is 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 really key. Um, that engagement. What I, what I love about that is it's not just about. Uh, I mean, you you started with uh, choice and access, right? Which is kind of the basics, table stakes, if you will. Uh, but after that, if you don't have a plan as a practitioner, if you don't have a plan to then get folks engaged. Then they won't. Then there's not the consumption and usage. You won't see, you won't see the real benefits of the perks that you're that that you're providing for your folks. So the engagement part 
is, you know, again, different programs are going to work for different employees and, you know, the leaderboard and different perks, you know, and not perks, but different rewards are going to work for different employees. So you kind of have to personalize that too, you know, Starbucks gift cards versus, you know, a trip to Hawaii, you know, whatever yeah. that is. Um, but, but again, it's, it's like they have to, you know, what I want to make sure that the audience understands is that, you know, choice access great first of all let's make sure make sure that you're you there's a multitude of things that is available to them it's personalized they have access to any and all of it etc but then there's a kind of a concerted effort to make sure that they actually use those things totally so i mean if i was to summarize those three words which i use is engage motivate and reward you keep going around that and if you you know unfortunately the old method as i as i mentioned in the beginning of of, of, of the podcast you know when people joined a gym it, it all happened in january and by the time you got to march they'd all fallen off yeah. um and so you know for an employer and employee obviously the, the goal is really to be consistent not to just have that spread in january but be consistent through it and to do that you do need to have those engagements, those motivational aspects to it um, to get people being consistent throughout the year. I love that. So tell me, if you, if you don't mind, give me one of your favorite kind of stories of, of companies that might have had some reluctance for whatever reasons <laughs> when it well, comes to this and kind of how you kind of got them over the reluctance part. Yeah, totally. Um, initially, um, it was uh, one company basically was saying, well, the rewards are gimmicky and, you know, we just want to give them just access to gyms. Um, and funny enough, I mean, that was, that was pre-COVID. Um, and the last, you know, um, four or five months, we've seen the engagement come through on the activities, on digital, but also more so of actually just getting out and doing step challenges, people walking. Mm. And so the, the, the penetration of people actually looking at their app and going, God, I've, I just, I've just been out for a walk or a run. That actually has really, really spread on. But the challenges really drove that further because it became a word of mouth when one particular um, employee won a prize, um, funny enough, to Mexico, told everybody else. And they were like, well, I'll just, I'll just sync, up, sync our apps. Why didn't we all do it? But you had people who were getting rewards for doing different things because previously you, you 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 did just a challenge and only people who did that particular activity could participate in that what we wanted to do was it doesn't matter what you do whether right. you go to the gym whether you do an at-home workout or whether you go for a run in the park it's all standardized and that brought them all together so that 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 was where the the employer came around and said wow this is actually this is working let's start throwing some money behind it so I love that because then again, you're not pigeonholing people into like some people like to run and some people that's not their bid. They, they would much rather do something else, but if it's, it's normalized and just said, okay, no, if you don't want to run, you can do something else. Just do something. Uh, I love that. I want to, I want to make sure that, that, that we do just kind of touch briefly on the reward side because you know, one of the things that we, when we when we think about this, when we budget for these things, we need to budget for, you know, the software 
that, that helps run all of these things. But the rewards themselves, we also need to, you know, there's, there's also a budget there in terms of, you know, what we're trying to incentivize, where we want them to be programmatically the things, the challenges, I think that, that, you know, that you're thinking about all the different challenges. And I wanted to ask you how many challenges that that y'all have, but how do they think about like how much they should set aside for rewards or incentives? Well, it's, it's a great question. And it's something which is unique to us. We're actually, our companies, our our clients don't actually pay for any of the rewards. Um, It's included. Um, So, and our rewards, um, are heavy discounts. Um, in other words, the employee doesn't have a tax bill, neither does the employee the headache of it. Um, but they are getting, we're talking 70, 80% discounts to um, whether it be vacations, whether it be uh, merchandise. Um, so the, the tax impl- implication isn't, isn't there because they're not actually physically giving them anything. Um, oh, that's nice. Um, so, but, but, but it is quite fun though when you're, when you're looking at this, you're going like, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm visiting uh, Boston in a couple of weeks and I'll check into a hotel and I'll use our, our rewards uh, facility and I'll use my points and I'm getting in there at a, you know, I think 60, nearly 60% discount into that hotel. Um, so those are types of things which are very cool. As we develop further, obviously, you know, AI begins to learn that, you know, right. William actually, William likes to, um, you know, go to concerts or whatever the case may be and motivate people towards what they like to do to sink into actually their activities. Oh, um, I love that. And, and that, that's, that's where it's going. I mean, AI is, is going to be a real driver in it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's uh, it, the reward side of things is it's early-ish days, I think for a lot of people. Um, you know, you think about it, 25% at least of the population now have got a, have got a wearable. Um, right. And most of them do not use it for anything else by actually looking at, oh, I haven't had enough sleep. Actually, I should walk more. But actually now, if you're getting actually rewards for it, there's a motivation. Because I, I know when I first got my Apple Watch, the first few weeks, I was just, you know, it was great. And then after a while, the novelty of looking at, at, the, uh, at the data of what I did sort of disappeared. But if you're actually opening it up every day and finding that actually, oh, hold on a second, I'm on my way to getting something. That's cool. And that's a motivation. The, uh, the challenges, um, can a company, you know, do, do they create their own challenges or do you have a library of challenges? We, we do them ourselves across our employee mm. network. So, um, so it's across all our companies. Um, so we'll announce, you know, it could be one particular company, an employee at say Morgan Stanley has won a, uh, won a prize. Um, and that, you know, obviously we'll ask them, is it okay to, to mention your name? Um, and if it is, they won a prize, whatever. Um, so it can be specified to companies, and we do. Um, but uh, we automatically do it across our whole employee network anyway. Um, so, um, so, and we're doing this in the summer. We do them every week. All right. Last thing before we roll out, what is what's your favorite challenge? Um, well, my, my, my favorite challenge was just based on how much we had, how much a participant had improved over a period of time. Mm. Um, so it wasn't actually because we, we've done rewards and challenges where it's like the person who's actually done the most activities has, has basically 
the most the most it's based on points and that's how we right. standardize it um the, the best one to my mind is who improved the most over the last week and um, so that that means that actually you could be somebody who's really hasn't really done a lot of activity um but you really stepped it up and that i think was 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 the most fun one because wow actually hold on a second i i i, I only did exit i only did 2000 steps a day but i actually went up to 4000 that person beats the person who's been doing 15 or 20 because right. they're actually shown that improvement well what's interesting is is uh, in the future again with ai is tying this back to performance right yeah totally. i mean that's really kind of the, one of the, one of the holy grails is that we want to we want to do all these things to both attract and retain talent and make get the best version of them while they're with us but we also want to be able to then show that dot to dot relationship with how they perform at work uh, and and you know that's that's a pursuit that that again that's that's all of our pursuit that's the employee pursuit as well so paul it's, this is Go ahead. And as, you know, if you look back a few years ago and you look at, uh, you know, the places where everybody really wanted to work was Apple and Google. And right. The reason being was their benefits. And they have teams of wellness coaches, wellness managers, benefit managers. But if you're a company which has only got two or 3,000, never mind 50, how do you compete? And that's where we come in. We are basically bringing what only very large companies could do in the benefit space and making it making it available now to companies of any size. I love it. Thank you so much for your time today, Paul. This has been fantastic. And I just appreciate you carving out time for us and our audience. Thank you, William. Much appreciated. Very much yep. enjoyed talking with you. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live Podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com. 